Well, hello, and welcome to another 11 p.m. night camp. I hope you're all doing well. Krista stopping in with a big, smiley, happy, froggo face. Krista, how you doing tonight? Hope you're doing well. i move this microphone slightly closer to me. Why didn't it make a crunchy sound? Don't make a crunchy sound. I don't need none of that right now. No crunching. Zero crunching, please. So how are you all doing tonight? I hope you're doing well. The episode uh, tonight is called Mean Muggin. We will share a little bit of what that means as the episode goes on. But I hope you're all doing okay on this at least rather frosty Michigan Tuesday. Uh, as always, thinking about you guys all the time. Uh, a lot of people I know feeling not feeling good, sick, this and that and the other, work troubles, that troubles. So hold on, okay? We're rearing, nearing to the end of the winter, hopefully. I only have, what, like a, a month and a half maybe or so. And it'll be spring, and uh, hopefully with the brightening of the days, uh, things will turn on the up. So King Dinosaur 69 stopping in. Hello, and Black Cat's Poppy, stopping with an okay. Hold on. Hold on. By the way, Black Cat, I wish I had your super sniffer nose here. I feel like the water here stinks. In the wintertime, when you turn the tap on, I have a feeling it has something to do with the cold, because like the water comes out like hyper cold. And when it first, like, splashes into the gas and you have air bubbles and everything, I feel like whatever gases or something are in there, it's kind of smelly. See, like, that's not smelly. Mmm. Swamp water. Maybe it's like snakes. There's snakes in the lines. You do have a super sniffer, I know. <laughs> Maybe you should change your name to Black Cat's Puppy. But we are drinking some re-oaked Evan Williams today. Uh, this is just a classic Evan Williams black label for the money. If you're looking for just a simple daily drinker, daily driver, highly recommend it. If you have a re-oaking bottle, you can enhance that and make it even better. Uh, and then in my opinion, for the dollar, it's uh, just spectacular stuff. So, How are the rest of you all doing today? Let's pour ourselves couple fingers of this. I've had a raging headache all day today. Um, I think it's part and parcel because of the workout from yesterday and the cold. And also because I didn't sleep very well. But there's a reason for that. And the reason for that is because my dickhead fucking neighbor's lawn service, 6.30 in the morning outside with a leaf blower blowing the snow. Now, I told you yesterday, I had already cleared off the most important parts of the guy's house, but I'm sure this guy was like, oh, I want to get in trouble for that. So, right outside my fucking window at like 6.30, and because I don't drive to go to the office anymore, I typically don't get up until almost 8.45. Get up at 8.45, I quickly put my breakfast on and shower, grab my breakfast stuff, go downstairs, I'm at work by 9 o'clock. 
Oh my god. So I went, I crawled out of bed and flopped downstairs onto my couch down here and tried to go back to sleep for a couple of hours. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Krista's multitasking, but here. Krista, what are you doing? Up to anything fun? You're, uh, and she, Krista did, by the way, finish her laundry and walked because they only got a dusting. Yeah, we got bombarded. Black Cat says, you know, we have that too. It does smell here too when the reservoirs get low. They add something and it makes the water horrible. I swear that's what we must have here. Like it's... Yeah, it smells. Not a good smell. It's a bad smell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it flopped. That was like a literal flop. Like, oh my god. I mean, that's basically getting woken up almost two hours before you normally get up in the morning. And, and I wanted to be like, you know, feller, Mr. Lawn Service Man, however long it took you to use this blower to do this, if you buy one of those new, like they have those like sled style shovels, you could have one of those sled style shovels shovels and probably have done this in about 30 fucking seconds nope gotta get his leaf blower out i swear like there are people who are addicted to leaf blowers that fucking dude across the street who leaf blew his whole entire fucking yard like all his entire lawn at like 2 30 on a week week on a work day this is when i had my office upstairs i just wanted to run out into the street with a pipe and just show that guy what time it was Swampy, yeah, it, it has like a swampy, like, yeah. being a mod on a YouTube channel. Nice, nice. It's always good to have good help when you're doing these broadcasts. The The moderation is very important. Yeah, I know that there has to be. He's usually like addicted to using the leaf blower. And, and my coworker, I was telling him about the story, and he's laughing. He's like, yeah, I gotta be honest. He goes, sometimes I'm that guy. He goes, like, on a Sunday, like, you know, I've had it where, like, I go outside to do work on stuff, and I'm out there with my electric impact wrench at, you know, 7 something. I was like, well, that sucks, but at least that's the weekend. And while you could argue, oh, I wanted to sleep in, like, you could take a nap in the afternoon or whatever. Like on a weekday, and I was like, God, and I was already, like, the back of my neck was all strained from working out and shit yesterday, so I've just had a, a bad headache all day. And so we're going <laughs> to possibly make a poor life choice and have a nightcap. Yeah. Mmm. Wow, does that go down easy. I'm telling you, these reoking bottles are worth their weight in gold. Things are spectacular. Um, did bring all of the drawing and artwork down here that has been drawn thus far. So, again, fitting with the theme of reorganizing some things down here. I did bring that stuff down. I have not had a chance to go to the art supply store. I was thinking about doing that today, but then I had to have a, a long talk with a co-worker after work. And by the time I got that done, I decided I need food. 
Get Minecrafter. Hello, my friends. How is everyone? Beanie and flannel. Yes, it's beanie flannel because it's cold down here. It, it's lumberjack time. I'm lumberjack and that's okay. Sleep all night and work all day. That's all I really know of that song. Um, <laughs> but Kat, how are you doing? Good to see you, as always. So yes, I do have, uh, just, I went back to this Sharpie, which, you know, other than the bleeding through the paper, it's like, the Sharpie marker is like the ideal, it's like the ideal point and like, saturation of ink. So then part of me is like, I don't know, maybe I should just use a Sharpie and just put cardboard behind the paper. If it bleeds through, it bleeds through. Who cares? The dentist driddled into Cat Minecrafter's tooth today. As soon as he put the freaking anesthetic in her cheek and then couldn't get her numb for an hour. Today was a day. Oh. Once, once you get agitated and pissed off, the numbing ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work. Can I use it to draw on my past off friends? Of course. Sharpie is perfect for that. <laughs> I hate the dentist. Let's abolish the dentist. I I mean, if you go back and you read and you think about old school dentistry, like that shit was beyond barbaric. Uh, besides of which people when their teeth decay because they don't have dental care. Uh, talk about being in for a nightmare. But, I admit the dentist is not my favorite thing to experience. Just sharpie your Alright. What would you guys do if I had done it? If I had just sharpied my tooth? <laughs> There's also something about the smell of sharpie. I love it. Like, they need to make, like, if you're a girl and you want me to just attack you, like, in a good way, just put Sharpie perfume on. Or leaded gasoline. Just pour leaded gasoline on yourself and I'll be like... <laughs> Used to sniff Sharpies in elementary school. I know, I had some, like, other, I don't know, some sort of art marker, and I'm fairly certain that was not non-toxic, and would huff that marker. And then one time, I was like, see guys, it smells! And I started like shaking it around. Actually, I was like, hey guys, it smells! And I started shaking it around. And of course, I imagine on the side of the marker, there was probably a thing that said, do not shake. And so as I'm shaking around, all of a sudden, all this like, fucking ink marker shit shot of it and got to this kid's eyes and he's like ah my eyes and he gets up and goes run it was a that was a memory deep from the archives there charlie was that guy's name i'm surprised i didn't get in boot i'm surprised that kid didn't have like fucking eye damage from some toxic He's probably blind now. He's probably blind. He probably has this drooping eye that looks like a, a fucking droopy soft-boiled egg. Just like... And they're like, we don't understand it. Why you have these eye issues. It's not a genetic thing. And Did you play any impact sports? No. 
It was that guy in elementary school with that fucking marker. Hashtag sharpied his teeth. That'd be a new one. Sharpie design, not gonna happen. I know, get like, diesel fuel smell is like close to the old leaded gas, I feel like. And gas smells okay, but leaded gas. Leaded gas smelled so good. <laughs> you got sent to the principal's office for encouraging your friends to huff Sharpies with you at the ripe, ripe age of seven. But see, I think, I think the, the Sharpies, though, they're, I think they're listed as, like, non-toxic, whatever, right? So I don't think that does anything. Like, it smells good, but I don't, I don't think you can get high off Sharpie markers. King Dinosaur was a budding gas huffer. Budding. <laughs> hey, where'd you go? <laughs> well, you know, before I got punched in the nose and I lost, uh, you know, my ability, I was going to, you know, I was a budding gas huffer back in the day. I always think back about that and how my life would have went if I, if I could have spent the time to practice and go pro. That's King Dinosaur right there. Talking about his gas huffing days. Yeah, the giant magna marker. And this one was like green. And it had like this that really fuzzy like caterpillar tip. And that thing just fucking squirted permanent marker fucking right in this dude's eye. <laughs> yes, bottle the scent. Or like Look, they have those candles, like, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow has, like, her fucking rotted vagina candle, and there's, like, Yankee Candy, I should call it, they should call it the Yankee Candy Company, because all their can candles just smell, like, overly sweet. It's, like, maple, vanilla, cran, forest, holiday, seaside laundry, and it's just... It's just like a fucking gas bomb going off. Just, oh my god. So if you're gonna do all that, why not just make, like, leaded gasoline and, like, Sharpie? Like, imagine if your just whole house just smelled like lovely Sharpies. You <laughs> Now I have this mental image of how you guys at work. Black hat. Um... Take my break. And then she goes in the back. Mmm. Smelled. <laughs> Just open it and smell. Just walking around with a marker taking hits off of it. It's like the old school equivalent of people vaping. Just <laughs> walk around. Oh yeah, hold on a second. All right, um, as you we were saying, the quarterly reports. <laughs> Ken Minecraft loves the smell of hair dye. Is it the smell of the dye or like the activator? I imagine it's probably the activator because it has sort of an acrid kind of ammonia sharp kind of scent to it. No, it's probably the activator. Because I imagine the dye probably really doesn't have much of a smell, right? Mm. This episode's just turning into the smelly episode. <laughs> hey, Dash V, stop it in with a nice hat. Thank you. 
Um, I don't know. You go and you get someone to dye your hair for you. It's probably the activator, though. Seriously. Black Hat says, Okay, real story. When I was a film stripper, we used a pig. And there's hard powder bombs that hit the end of liquid tooth, and you paint it on. And the fuse of hardcore strippers used ammonia. Real eye opener in the morning. <laughs> no, not a you know, I'm I feel like I'm not really a jaunty hat guy. I, I tried to be that guy and I feel like now it just doesn't work for me. Like I had the jaunty hat when I did the Ambrose with the gold glasses, but then I think somebody was like, oh, you look like a, what? I was like, no, that was not the look I'm going for. I'm done with that. Like, I'm fine looking like some Canadian beachcomber who probably beats his wife and smokes Cimarron cigarettes and hand loads buckshot using old fucking junk mail paper. Wow, that's terrible. I'm sorry, if you're a Canadian beachcomber, you probably don't beat your wife, and you're probably a real nice person, but I always remember this weird, I don't know if it was on PBS or something about this beachcomber guy, like a beachcomber? How the fuck do you make a living being a beachcomber? What's he got to do, sell pop tabs? Of course, up there, that's like lost timber and all sorts of other stuff that the guy sells. Like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Dash, I know, I know, Dash. But uh, I'm I'm a northern guy. I'm close. Okay. King, <laughs> King Dinosaur says, My older cousin came to live with us when I was a kid because his mom couldn't handle him. She thought my dad would straighten him out. So my dad built a little room in our garage for him. And he would build models out there. Model after model. And my dad made him work with him so he'd spend some money on the models, cars, and planes. I'd go out to look at his models, and there'd be dozens of empty model glue tubes uh, strewn all over the place. You get what I'm saying? Uh, model The model glue. Airplane glue. That's the same thing. I don't know if that's made necessarily like it used to be anymore. Mm, glue. I, I mean, can you? do people still like huff glue? I guess you could. There's like the evaporate... That's like sort of the same thing with cat and the, that's like the, what's the opposite of the activator? The catalyst or whatever evaporates. And as that evaporates, that starts basically the, the hardening process of the glue, right? Kurgan would be the guy I asked about this. Kurgan is like a master chemist, amazing person. Uh, Bill says, I can do it without the hair, but with it, you just look like a guitar player or some goofy crap. Yeah, you, Bill, the purple, the purple bandana is the look for you, dude. The jaunty hat with the long, beautiful blonde hair is, eh. You look like you're one of those guys who goes to the coffee shop and, oh man, the poetry slam you did last week was really cool. The second verse we're talking about the darkness of capitalism <laughs> that's bill when he's in coffee shop douchebag mode which he's not in he's a flat cap guy when it comes to hats I, you know like baseball caps are okay i like a good cowboy hat i'm all right with a beanie hat 
my head is usually sweaty in the summer, so I need something that ventilates. Airplane clue. Where's Alfred E. Newman? Well, he colored on his teeth with Sharpie, right? Also, you're struggling to imagine a Canadian beachcomber. Isn't that like a Florida igloo builder? No. Because all of the <clears throat> timber, like, there, it isn't even always just necessarily like a beach. I think in a lot of cases, it's almost more like, I mean, it's a, there's like the rivers, and yeah, there's like a sandy bank, but I don't think they call them a bank comber. There's actually a lot of like lakes and, and stuff around those areas there. It is a beach, but like the Canadian beachcombers, they look like this. They're not wearing bikinis and tan with like Corona lights and strawberries, you know, with like yachts with like fucking strippers it's like an old slimy wooden boat and he's <laughs> are you looking up what was in that toll wall i don't know mate i mean something there would get you spinny would get you spinning Ooh. i miss building models it was actually kind of fun although a lot of the models that I had were the snap-together ones. And I don't know... Well, actually, I don't know if it was so much my dad worried about me becoming a budding glue offer. <laughs> Canadian beachcombers sounds like the world's worst surf rock band. <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> look at it. I know you guys, <laughs> oh my good God, this is, we're going on a little bit of a thing here, uh, but let's check it out. <laughs> This is, uh, this is something. I don't know what it is, but it's something. The, Can the Beachcombers is a Canadian comedy drama television series that ran on CBC from 1972 to 1990. With over 350 episodes, it is one of the longest-running dramatic series ever made for English-language Canadian television. What? Huh? Now, that was not what I was expecting to find. Yeah, see, like, right here. Look at it. VRBO. You get a, you get a cottage rental. And even look what it says. Come on, get the fuck out of here. I was trying to look at the title, you stupid ass. Beachcomb. Relax and enjoy wildlife. Dude, look at this place. That's legit. I like that little fireplace. But yeah, you go here and you can beachcomb. <laughs> I'm telling you, Canadian beachcombing is like a thing. Look at, look at. Well, that was a different one. But, like, look, beaches. The. <laughs> I mean, I'm insane, but I'm not that insane. You can really go. Look at it. Uh, British Columbia tourism, beachcombing. 
Look at you can go up there and beachcomb. Right here. TripAdvisor. Look, you go to this place right here. British Columbia. Look at. See now look at look at this area. Look at all the magic you'd find. There's probably sea creatures and moose. I don't know. Oh, look, I don't know what else you beach going for. Shells? But it's like timber and like cans and stuff, I guess. Like. But it's like a real, <laughs> it's like a real thing. I'm telling you. Speech coming. <laughs> cod liver oil. Yeah. You search for cod liver oil and um, you feed it to your cat, kitty cats instead of the eyeballs. You still don't believe Canada has beaches. Not California has so many beaches. I, Dude, it does though. It does. It's just not like that kind of beach. It's like... It's like little and full of snow and like, it's not like a huge California beach where you lounge out there and like chill. Yeah. It's like the, the Washington beach. It's like a, it's like a Yelm beach where it's all butter sand. It's not fake news. It's beach foot. The beach foot Canadian beach combers. You can attest to Canadian beaches. Your grandma was born on a Canadian beach. See? Cat Minecrafter comes from a long line of Canadian beach babies. <laughs> like that's like a thing. He just did a spit Canadian beach babies. <laughs> <clears throat> Visit Vancouver, British Columbia, for the beautiful butter yellow beaches. The Canadian beach babies birth right outside your bedroom breakfast bay window. And see the amazing footprints of Sasquatch as he travels up and down, looking for the lost woman who poisoned his pie, his hairy mistress. In the wildernesses of Canada. Canada. <laughs> Cat Minecrafter is actually a Canadian beach baby. That explains a lot. I don't know what it explains, but it explains a lot. You were birthed in a parasail. How's it? What? What? I need more information on this. That and now to be clear, <laughs> birthed, not conceived, correct? Were they like in the middle of doing parasailing? And she's like, here it comes, and it's like whoop. And then you're trailing through the air like a windsock. <laughs> you were conceived in a patch of poison I oh get out of here. Now you're just being crazy. You were just thinking all <clears throat> I wish they all could be Caliph Beachcomber girls. <laughs> I wish they all could be Canadian Beachcomber. That doesn't really have the. Your middle name is Ivy because of that. What? Uh... 
I mean, itchy. Like, you think of poison ivy blisters, and then you think of poison ivy blisters there. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and strike that from my. Uh, I'm gonna run a brain bleach routine. Podcast folks will take a break, and we come back. We'll talk about uh, a surprise gift and the topic of tonight's episode. Well, podcast people, I'm sorry to say that uh, you missed an impromptu uh, what would that be? A couple verses in the chorus of Canadian Beachcomber Girls. Uh, so you might want to check out the live, uh, the VOD of this episode because you missed you missed something special there during your break. I'm just saying. Dash is crying in his kitchen. Cat Minecrafter held up a lighter and burned the house down. Black Cat is doing some wacky. Bill. Probably shut the stream off because he hates music. I don't know. King King Dinosaur probably ran, got his guitar, and was playing along. See, it's all happy crew up in here. No, Bill doesn't hate music. <laughs> Just the Beach Boys. He really does hate the Beach Boys, by the way. So if he did tune out, I don't blame him. Mm. So, mean mugging. Vancouver girls, don't you come out tonight and call them butter stands? <laughs> the Beach Boys are too happy. Until you hear the songs about how he, like, is in his room and everything else because his dad beat him and everything else. So I got a surprise. I went to go eat dinner and there's a box on my porch. And it was uh, nothing that I ordered or that I expected. So I was like, Oh, what's that? So I pick it up. It's got fragile on the side of it. Hmm. <clears throat> so. I went out to dinner. And then he came home. I was like, alright. Uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, it is not Bill's underwear. Bill did not accidentally send me... Uh, gut powder in his underwear but what I did get is something pretty neat and if you are a Star Trek fan at all I think this you will find this very cool and very interesting and if you're not there's still some interesting aspects to this what was in the box is a mug just like from Quark's bar on Deep Space Nine uh, you always saw those cool mugs with sort of the inverted chimney-style top uh, that everybody would drink out of while they were down in the cafeteria and drinking at Quark's Bar. This uh, seemed to be the mug of choice on the Deep Space Nine space station. And so this is made by the same company that made those mugs. The producers of the show basically bought a massive stock of those. 
And I think afterwards the company stopped making the original design. I think the original design might have been slightly shorter. But this is otherwise the mug. You can see it's got <clears throat> the large grip handle on the side, which is nice uh, because I like to be able to fit my whole hand in the handle of the mug. I can't stand the little saucer teacups where you're like, but like you can fit your whole hand in there. It has a padded bottom, which is nice. So when you set this down on a table, it doesn't slide. It stays nice and secure. Uh, the wide base also means that if you put this down somewhere and you bump it, it's not likely to tip over unless you just absolutely fucking give this thing a shellacking. Now you may get some splashing and you may get some stuff that splashes out of the top, but it won't in fact tip over. I always wondered why did they, isn't that like the worst design? Like you have the open top that's wider and then that just cools off. Why don't you, why isn't the, the opposite shape? Wouldn't you want the wide part to be at the bottom and a small top so that it keeps heat longer? Well, apparently that's the mug. And the people on the show thought that was sort of a futuristic looking design. So the mugs used on Deep Space Nine are basically this mug. Zykolos says, look, 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 a cigar goyle in this chat. <clears throat> Zykolos, aloha, how are you doing, sir? Good to see you. Um, can we get a shout out for Zykolos, please? But yeah, it keeps it hot. And this mug comes with sort of a neat set of little features. Okay. Feature number one is that if you look in the mouth, there's this little inset ceramic ridge. And that little inset ceramic lit, uh, ridge allows you to take this little plug that comes with it and you set it inside there and you turn it. And now what you can see is that you have two little sippy holes, but this basically has turned it into a mug where the top now won't allow heat to escape. So this keeps your drinks hot for a long time. Um, this is made by a company called Hot Joe, H-O-T-J-O. -O. Um, and so we'll look at this here for a moment. Let me get, let me pull this off of here. So, this is the High Wave Hot Joe, the world's first travel mug. This holds 18 ounces. Hot Joe is the first wide-based travel mug on the planet with a drink-through lid. It has a rubber pad on its base so that it stays put. Enjoy the ride and bring your Hot Joe along with you. BPA-free, microwave, and dishwasher safe. 1% for the planet. High Wave Inc., and on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, www.highwave.com. So there's the little, I'll hold up the little card so you can sort of read that. So no, uh, Zycolos, this is a coffee, oh, you only had three hours of sleep. Oh, did somebody wake you up using a leaf blower to clear all their snow? Because that's what happened to me. Yeah, you know, it took 6,000 years of human evolution to keep coffee hot, right? 
We're still figuring out how to make a fucking ceramic mug. Unbelievable. Jaggedy Gaming says, Is it a high, high wave to the danger zone? Dun, dun. Drink your coffee right into the danger zone. No, but Jaggedy Gaming, whether you, uh, if you've been listening or checking this out in the background, this is the mug from Deep Space Nine. Uh, from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. The mugs that you see everybody drinking out of. And I was always like, that is the best mug design. Why do they not make mugs like that? I want that mug. That's like... It's smart. That's the way a mug should be made. What the fuck? And so, a buddy of mine, uh, who's also a big Star Trek fan, is one of my best friends. I've known him for ages. He uh, sent this to me. So, thank you so much out there. Uh, I'll say thank you, Carl. Thank you, Carl, for the mug. That's pretty uh Prune juice. A warrior's drink. It is a warrior's drink, because you're going to have to fight off that diarrhea. You're... So that's mug number one, okay? A nice little surprise, a nice little present. Um, some Canadian beachcomber riding a moose woke you up. Was she riding it itchy back style? Uh, there was no snow at all by Zycolis. actually including last year's October to December. You've had three days of snow this winter and all that lasts the maximum till high noon each day and then was gone. Come on, I want those German snow werewolves. Where are they at? What I need is a jaggedy gaming coffee mug. It keeps things cold things hot and hot things cold. Cleaning the toilets have to be built like tanks. They're probably a, it's probably a literal tank and they keep it and they're like, oh, it's warrior smell. Can we get a shout-out, too, for Jaggedy Gaming, please? Jaggedy Gaming also does a lot of streams, uh, usually in the morning here for me, uh, being in the Eastern time zone, but always on there playing some games, usually uh, some sort of warship action, uh, lots, of, lots of fun stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you do have snow werewolves in Germany. You didn't know that? Come on, dude, give it the program. You gotta watch your shit. They'll come snap you right up. <laughs> The new mug is awesome, and so is the cup. So, here's the other one. Okay, I have another mug. There's a little story behind this. So, there is a large flea market um, up in northern Michigan. Uh, it starts off uh, on, what would that be, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it's gigantic. Cattle sales, produce... Animals, parts, clothes, it, it's gigantic. And so I've often, ever since I've been little, enjoyed going there and walking around and looking for whatever crazy oddball goofball stuff that might be there. It's, it's, it's fun to just walk around during the day. And I often go there with my father. Uh, he likes to go there and putz around. You can often find uh, sometimes very old and esoteric Tools or parts for machines, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Zycolo says, I should open my bloody old eyes and watch our nature here more closely. You got, dude, you gotta watch. Especially the snow werewolves. They creep up on you, man. 
So I'm walking around this uh, walk around this flea market, and I see a mug. I was like, man, that's kind of cool. But then for whatever reason, I just decided, eh, I'm not going to buy it. My dad's like, oh, I thought you liked it. I was like, oh, I did. I just, eh. And so anyway, we, uh, we finished the rounds of the flea market. And uh, later on as we drive back, he goes, oh, by the way, I got you something. And he reaches into his pack. And he had bought the mug for me. And so this is one of my cherished mugs uh, because it was bought for me by my father and is very unique. Um, this is sort of a mix of some sort of huntsman scene uh, as well as with the face uh, of the green man on the front. And it's neat because it actually is three-dimensional the way that this was made. All of this... Uh, actually is like bumped out so it has a texture where the uh horses and the riders and the trees this leaf design at the top all of this it's all it's all textured so i don't know if this was if this was handmade it might have been handmade but the other cool thing about that is if you look on the bottom it says cheerio made in england so this came somewhere from England. Um, it it certainly looks like it might have been somehow handmade, uh, given the way that there's sort of a little seam and stuff on it. Um, and it holds a lot of liquid. So you can put like a lot of coffee in there, which I really like. Knocked this fucking Black Cat lost her connection. But if you lost your connection, how did you reply? I'm just teasing you. But yeah, it's got a really it's got a really neat design on there. And like I say, it's cool because of how it's textured. I like how the little face actually comes out on the front. Um, got kind of a neat got kind of a neat look to them, you know. Um, Krista says, Okay, all this coffee talk. I just made a nice hot cup. Mmm. Did you get a hot copper? Cheerio. So, that's a kind of a cool mug. Um, yeah, I used to have a couple other cool ones that have either dropped or they broke in the dishwasher or whatever, but... Those are some of my favorites. Now, if you're going for pure practicality and not so much design and style... I highly recommend the Hydro Flask brand of bottles. And what's nice about Hydro Flask is, um, number one, they have a wide variety of sizes. Number two, I like this textured kind of powder coating uh, on the outside so that um, it, it's easy to pick up. It's not slippy slidey like you can actually get a good handle on it and I like that the tops of the bottles uh, in a lot of cases are sort of interchangeable and they're a wide mouth um, I didn't like I can't remember what the other brand is but their their bottles all have sort of the narrower mouth on the top these tops you can buy a silicone insert that you can just put in here and then it turns it basically into a water bottle 
there's a little air vent at the top and a sippy portion on the bottom so that if you put something like ice or whatever in there, it doesn't fall out and get all over your face. And because these are vacuum insulated uh, uh, stainless steel bottles, if you put hot stuff in here, it'll stay hot for a very long time. If you put cold stuff in there, it stays cold for a very long time. And they come in beautiful brown. I love brown. And so these things are tanks. I've uh, beat this one up quite a bit, and it still holds its vacuum seal. Now, if you aren't sure <clears throat> on how to tell whether a vacuum-insulated bottle works the way it is supposed to be working or not, whether that's glass or steel or whatever it is, an easy way to test that <clears throat> is to boil some water or get something very hot and to pour it in the container. And if you can very much feel that liquid uh, transferring heat to your hand, then it means that the vacuum seal is broken. And if that's broken, then the thing's pretty much garbage in terms of its insulation. Uh, in a lot of cases, it's actually worse than just a traditional mug. So you should either get it warranty replaced or just throw it out. Another easy way to tell is if it's hot, so if it's the summertime, and you fill this with cold liquid. So if you put cold liquid in here and fill this up with a bunch of ice, if you get any, if you get condensation on the outside of the bottle, then again, the seal is typically broken. So that's an, I've had people be like, oh, you know, I had one of those Stanley bottles. Those things don't work. And I get it and like, it's because it's broken. The vacuum seal is fucking broken. Like if you get one where it's intact, they fucking work amazing. I have this thermos from, I think the seventies. It's got the classic red plaid outside. It's glass lined. The plastic on that has still held up fine, and the seal has held up fine. If I fill that thing with hot coffee, it will stay hot all fucking day. If, if I pour hot coffee in there in the morning, by 6 o'clock at night, that will still burn your mouth. That's how crazy good that insulation is. And so, again, if you can feel that, then it's broken, and, it, and it's not doing the job it's meant to do. Uh, Krista says, I didn't know about that. Thank you. Yeah. Just another tidbit of knowledge that you get when you listen to this show. Dash V collects mugs from different places that he's has worked. I had a couple of those, and then, like I say, I, I dropped a couple of them. I broke them, which makes me sad. And then actually one place I worked at, I was like, you know what? Fuck those guys. And so I just donated those mugs to charity because fuck you. So here is, this is a 32 ounce hydro flask. Now, if you're a beer fella, or fellas, that sounds terrible. If you're a beer person, Hydroflask also makes a gigantic 64 ounce. So they make a huge bottle. Uh, in the huge vacuum insulated bottles, uh, you can actually bring these to most breweries that do growler fills and get this, uh, get, get a growler of beer. And then this will stay, this will stay, uh, this will stay cold again all day. 
<clears throat> Jacob Gaming says, another way to check is to see if nature abhors it. <laughs> well, if if you use it for nature, e.g. you pee in it, and you can't feel your warm pee, then you know the vacuum seal works. Uh, but yeah, there's a giant 64-ounce one. I, I don't know if they make one bigger than this, but again, what I like about this design is that you can see the mouth size the mouth size is the same. Whoa. God, that's terrible. But the mouth size is the same. So all of the rest of their lids, you know, I have a snap top lid. I have a spigot lid. I have one that's just a rubber seal uh, that just screws down. They all fit. They all fit all the bottles uh, that have the same, the same large style uh, mouth opening. And so again, I filled this up with beer. I've gotten a beer on the way up to the... To the beach. And while I'm coning, combing the beach, I've had beer in there out there in the sun. And it's still cold. Cold. Uh, so, it's fantastic. Yeah, it, it, it is exactly the same lids usable. Um, and they sell a wide variety of lid types for the top. Um, huh. Holy cow, that's a biggie. Ugh. That's what she said. Bottle. But yes, they all have the same uh, little ridge top design. And the reason why they also do that little ridge is because some of the uh, screw tops have the little retaining ring uh, with, a, with a cap holder. So that if you are out there, and, and every now and then you might be like, well, why would you really need that? Well, if let's say you're climbing. As I've been climbing or backpacking. And I've actually had that where I pulled it out and used one hand to open it. And then you can drink and you can flip the top back on it and close it with one hand and put it back. So that might not be as useful to you if you're just using it to drink it out of your car or do whatever. But these are very high quality. Like, yeah, the, the, you know, it's not as much of a fun, stylish thing as the other mugs. But Hydro Flask for the money... I don't know why you would buy like the Yeti. They're like, sometimes I swear like three times the price. It, it's a fucking vacuum insulated bottle. And I actually think the textured powder coat that they put on these bottles is better. Um, you can find them on sale. They have a wide variety of colors. They have all sorts of sizes. They also make pint glasses. So even if you don't want a bottle and you just want, say, a pint glass... To drink out of at home, whether that's for coffee or beer or whatever it is, it's a fantastic product. So I very much recommend the Hydro Flask. Um, check them out. Uh, they have a whole website, but you can also find them on pretty much all of your major uh, online retailers. Very nice product. So all together, that's some mean mugging. So that was the uh, inspiration for tonight's episode. Thank you, Carl, for the super cool Deep Space Nine mug. I absolutely love it. Uh, after I go upstairs, I'm going to make myself some tea. Not Earl Grey, but I am going to make some tea and uh, sit and pretend that I'm out on a space station about to have some crazy adventure. So, again, this is by Hot Joe. Um, that's the high wave. That there is a high quality item, Clark. 
Yeah, what you want is you want to get yourself a family truckster. Family truck. I, dude, I would get a family truckster. That thing is ugly as hell and gorgeous. Especially in that, like, puce barf green with the wood panel. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Especially, man, you get that family truckster, you take those wheels off, and you get yourself uh, some smaller rims with, like, bigger knobby tires. Did it see the trailer for the new season? <clears throat> pardon me. For the new season of Picard. No. And I will say that I tried to give the first, uh, that I tried to watch that show. I did not enjoy it. Um, obviously, uh, if you enjoy it, cool. I don't feel like they're making the mark on why I like sort of the old Star Trek episodes. But um, anyway... Mugs. You'll have to tell me if they have uh, found a better superior mug on Picard to the Hot Joe Deep Space Nine mug. You had a family truckster growing up. So what brand was it? We had, well, I mean, we had a station wagon that was a Valari. That's a, what, a Plymouth of a Valari? Just a giant V8 gas guzzler. Um, what kind of station wagon did you have? Hmm, bigger than that here. Yeah, that's what she said. All right, stop with the... <laughs> I always rode in the back. Is that what we're doing now? Every statement now is going to have some sexual... Did you see the new trend? <laughs> that there is a... Even if you manage to repair your crashed spaceship, I pick you guys up for a ride for the next solar system so you can use the T-tool in a proper environment. Zykolos, having watched you play video games, I feel like if you had a spaceship, it would be so unbelievably technologically awesome and have, it'd be like the self-sustaining ecosystem, like, it'd be this crazy, it'd be this crazy impossible machine that would just be superb. If you want to watch a guy that just plays to the utmost level of super cool detail on some of these titles. Zykolos, you and Jaggedy Gaming should should hook up or something sometime. Jaggedy Gaming plays uh, a lot of these, uh, I think, the Warship-style games. Zykolos, I feel like that would be something that you'd be into with all of the hyper details on the, on the battleships. <clears throat> Krista did start it. A different style and pace. They brought back cute John Delancey. John Delancey, spectacular actor. <laughs> seat belts. What are those? Oh, you mean the lap style seat belt that just crushes you in half and destroys your organs uh, in the one of the most sensitive parts of your body? You mean those seat belts? <laughs> yes, Q from the Q Continuum. <sighs> It's two minutes to midnight. Yes, that is an Iron Maiden song. I love it. But we should finish our drinks here because it's about time to go to bed.
I'm trying to keep myself to a little bit of a stricter schedule because when the episodes go later, then often by the time I upload them and edit them and get this stuff shut down and cleaned up, like, okay, now it's pushing one o'clock. And by the time I get ready for bed and do my maintenance stretches, everything like, dude, it's two, two thirty in the morning by the time I'm going to bed. Um, I know it's a time warp. The show is a time warp. You come down here and I'm like, it's an hour. And it feels like I just, it feels like I just sat down and turned all this stuff on. It's crazy. I know schedule for adults. I, I don't want to be one of those. I want to go back to being a kid. This stuff sucks. <laughs> This stuff is trash. <laughs> I could be staying up all night playing Super Nintendo or something. Or fucking Atari. Or Commodore 64. Or a Fairchild... What was that? Fairchild 80? What was, the, what was that? It wasn't as popular here as popular in Europe. Dash V says, have a good night and enjoy your tea. Maybe I'm a cue myself. Boy, I wish. I wish. As cute as you can be a Super Nintendo. And then people would be sticking their cartridges in me. Hey, you wanna you wanna load up some Super Mario Brothers? No. <laughs> ah yes, the Trash 80. Good old Radio Shack computers. Those computers had, like, I want one of those keyboards. They had, like, a great little, like... I miss that stuff. The drink is empty. And as much as I would love to stay in chit-chat, we're unfortunately going to end the show. So, I'm going to switch on over to the farewell screen podcast folks stay safe keep the faith and all of that good shit and we will see you again tomorrow night